Hello. And welcome in to another edition of Farm to Fame. I am Kelsey Wingert. You should always talk that close to the microphone. (laughs) That was so good when you came in that close. You were like, I am Kelsey Wingert. (laughs) It was like movie drama. That is Peter Moylan, and that is Maddie Mass, and this is Herman Marquez. With That's a great sweatshirt. Last name spelled wrong. Um, this is my prop. This is myself. Isn't it fabulous? Yeah. It is a lot of Marquez. Yeah. Do, does every player get one of those? Because oh, I would wear myself three? so good. Just three players got it. Um, they were sent to Antonio Sensatella by somebody in Venezuela and um, spelled Marquez's last name wrong. So Ryan McMahon stole it out of his locker. So this, and like literally claimed it, like it literally says Mac 24 in the shirt. He stole it from his locker and wore it during warmups. And then we swept the, the reds. But let's, we can leave that part out. But we swept after Ryan McMahon stole a shirt and wore it. Been trying to do that report for like three days, but we haven't gotten it in yet. <laughs> so you just gave it to us. That was a sneak yeah. preview. How did it feel? How did yeah. it was it good? good. Did it feel yeah. good to get it? Out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just really uh, like the shirt. Awesome. Peter, Peter, are your arms hurting from holding up? That? No, because my, my elbows are on the desk. So I could do this all day if you want me to. I might actually just do this for the rest of the podcast just to prove a point. What's your but prop? My prop is actually just the old and the new, and I'm just showing that I'm moving with the times. So I have old cards Ooh. and I have, I actually, someone traded me myself. Remember how we talked about that on the Tops app, on the uh, Tops Bunt app? Yeah. Why do you have to trade back for yourself? Well, because people were so nice that they were what just What are you like, worth? I, I, I was worth a bit. Like they were, they were like, hey, because I'm, I'm, I'm actually, my rarity is actually rare. <laughs> um, so just look, check that out. I'm actually rare. There's only, there's only 704 of these cards available, which is not a lot when you think about it. So after I did a live stream, the people, the community of Tops Bund app were so nice and they started sending me a bunch of cards to not only finish out some collections, but they were, they were hey, this is your card and some other ones that I think you might want to think are really cool. And neato. all I need is this. So it was really, it was actually really effing cool. That's so neato. Yeah. You've been loving Tops Bund. I have, so. So is Maddie. Maddie uses it a lot. Yeah, I just offered him a trade. He cannot refuse y'all. I have two topics, by the way. Okay. Do I don't have first? any, so go ahead. Okay, I have three. If you, you can borrow one of mine. Okay. First topic is Jonathan India to the IL, which <sighs> sucks. Uh, I'm not sure <sighs> if, if that's the new Kelsey effect, but I'm just saying you were photographed with him just days before. And all of a sudden, Do not well, put that juju on me. I'm not putting that juju on anyone. I'm just kidding. But I'm just saying that it sucks because yeah. it sucks for the Reds anyway, because they're three and 19 or whatever they are. And I tweeted and yesterday and I felt bad because I tweeted yesterday, but I didn't really feel bad because it's astonishing that, that this team is this bad. Mm-hmm. They were three and 18 and they were down nine, nothing in the second inning. And I'm like, Mm. imagine I I just put myself in the bullpen in Colorado, looking up and seeing nine, nothing, knowing that I'm probably the guy that has to come in and can't throw a sinker because the ball doesn't sink like it normally does anywhere else. And that's, I went straight there. I was like, this would suck. It must suck to be a red. We had 12 guys bat in the first inning. Oh my God. Um, yeah, it was like 
it, it is tough watching the Reds. Um, I was, I first game, I went up and met Jonathan India. Like you said, he had a really big game in the first game. He went three for five. Um, and it was so cool. That's to like, the I just, effect, by the way. Thank you. I went up to him. He was just like lounging. He was lounging in the dugout, like before they were about to take BP. And I just went up to him and I was like, Hey man, I just wanted to introduce myself because I said your name more than any other human on the planet um, last season. And I was like, I have a podcast with Peter Moylan and we cover up and coming guys. And I was like, I think I called you to be rookie of the year in like July. I was like, I think we have that clip somewhere. And we just talked for a little bit. Um, he was really cool, really nice, really chill. Got a picture for the gram. Um, then he went three for five. But yeah, that game, I believe it was the first game. No, second game, they had this guy, Connor Overton. Have y'all heard of Connor Overton? Uh, no. He had like two years in independent ball. He's like bounced around. Um, he went like five and a third, one run against us out of nowhere. Um, it was like nobody knew anything about him. But yeah, Jonathan India's hurt. Um, I don't even know what happened or when it happened. Hamstring. Okay. Tyler Stevenson is on the concussion protocol. Right. He wasn't even in Denver. Golly, like that sucks because that means that he's going to have to go and get at bats in the minor leagues to make sure that he's okay. And it's going to be weeks and weeks. It's like that sucks. Um, but let's go happy before we do anything else. And MJ Melendez got called up this morning. Yes. That's Let's go. Is that not awesome? That's great for him. Sucks for Cam Gallagher getting hurt, but with injuries comes opportunity. And I wouldn't have got any of my opportunities without injuries. So sorry, Cam, mm -hmm. but MJ, uh, it's if nothing else, and I was thinking about this this morning. If nothing else, what this does is it gives him a chance to get his feet wet at the big league level with not a lot of pressure because you know that Cam's going to come back at some point so that you know that he, you're probably going to get sent down. He knows that this isn't his time. Yeah. It is his time, but it's not his time, if you know what I mean. He's up there yeah. to fill a space, and once that space is back, you know, I have a feeling that MJ may go back down. I don't know the ins and outs of the Kansas City system right now, so I don't know what the story is, but I have a feeling Cam does a great job, especially behind the plate, so... Uh, that's what I assume would happen. So he can relax and spend two weeks, three weeks, whatever it is, getting some at-bats and listening to Salvi. I mean, what a win-win yeah. for him. There's like, I guess it kind of takes pressure off you in a sense because you're kind of playing with house money. Like, you right. know, you're going to get other opportunities to come back. We just had that same thing. The, the number four prospect, Ilar El the pronunciation, Alaris Montero came up for three games only played in one game, got two knocks in his debut, and then was optioned back down because rosters went to 26 immediately after the game. Like we were getting to talk to him about his big league debut five minutes after Bud Black told him that he's being optioned back down to AAA. And then we had like, it, man, I hate when guys get optioned. I know. What were you going to say? I was just saying the next thing that I was going to talk about was the Mets designated yeah. Robinson, mm. Cano, an eight forty plus million dollars. They like John Heyman. I know, I know John Heyman, but um, tweeted out. He was like, 
unlucky for Robinson Cano, the Mets do not care at all about money. <laughs> so they still option. But this is the crazy thing, right? This is what is so cool about having an owner like this in that position is that 98% of the time when a decision is being made, then the contract and the money becomes the issue. Yeah. Which it shouldn't be like at at the end of every spring training there's always a guy that should have made the team or at least a couple of guys that should have made the team that doesn't make the team because of either options or you know whatever it is but it's usually boils down to money so for them to just go you know what we are better without him and it doesn't matter what it costs us because it's going to cost us that anyway and we're just going to bite the bullet. Like it's the biggest money bite or money swallow, I guess, <laughs> in the history of Major League Baseball. And is I'm, it yes, like actually? Actually, oh, the the one before this, I think, was Ellsbury with the Yankees. I think. Maddie. I don't know. I never heard of him. <laughs> Did Maddie say I don't know? I've never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Maddie. Hey, Hi, Maddie. How are you? I'm good. I'm just keeping up with MJ Melendez over here, waiting to see if he gets in while we record the podcast. But otherwise, I have like a lot of Slack messages coming in while we're uh, you know recording. What you, should do? But... you know what you should do? Grab that motherfucking phone Ooh. and throw it out the window. <laughs> Baseball. I, I can never do that. Actually, you know what I did the other day when I did the amp thing? I had to turn my phone on airplane mode and I was like, what? whoa, for an hour? I was on airplane mode for an hour and mm. I survived it. So everybody, I suggest just throw that thing on airplane mode every now and then for an hour. Take yourself a Zen minute or an hour. Zen hour. Hey, should we get into um... the episode? <laughs> <laughs> Considering we've been going for 40 minutes and we haven't even started. Yet. Yeah, Kelsey yeah. Whitmore. What a you name. guys. I know you saw this on, so yeah, great, strong man, yeah. strong. No, you guys saw this on social media. She's a 23-year-old two-way player for the Stanton Island Fix. Um, she previously was a pitcher for the U.S. Women's National Team in Portland Pickles. Mm. Diller Sweet, you know go. What? Diller Sweet. Neither. What? Like, fr- no. are you, do you don't even like fried pickles? No, I don't even, I don't even like, no, that's not even a thing. Yes, it was a thing. My wife has to eat them in another room. They're so good. Maddie, gross. dill or sweet? I don't eat pickles. Thank oh you, my gosh. Thank you, Maddie. This is a not a pickle podcast. Okay? I don't love pickles, but like I eat pickles. Majority rules. Like, okay. like if I'm going to Jimmy John's and I get a little sliver, like this, I'm in. Nope. These are not, mm. this is not a pickle pod. All righty. Well, she pitched for the Portland Pickles and she signed with the Fairy Hawks. So serious. <laughs> this does not sound like, this sounds like we're from the future right now. Like <laughs> this is some expansion teams in MLB, the Fairy Hawks and no. the Pickles. And here we are, the Arizona Pickles and the Las Vegas Fairy Hawks. And in April, she signed with the Fairy Hawks. Yeah. Amazing for her. <laughs> um. So they're saying this is the highest level attained by a woman in professional baseball in more than a generation. Awesome. Sports Illustrated said it. So that's the source. Um, First woman to start a game for MLB partner league, the Atlantic league on Sunday, as she played left field, she batted ninth. She ended up over two on two flyouts and hit by pitch. 
love this. Um, and I think uh, it's she's setting yet another path for girls and women to follow. And I think it is absolutely brilliant. And I can't wait to see more people accomplish more cool things. Yeah, I can't wait to follow along with her this season. Maddie yeah. put out a really cool tweet on Farm to Fame of a little girl who went and watched her and the whole time, like driving over there. I think it was like an hour and a half away. She was saying like, if she can do it, I can do it. Um, so, cool. so it's just representation matters. So really cool to see that. Um, you know what else is really cool to see? Yeah. 105.5 miles an hour, oh, yeah. pop up on a radar gun. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen it in person. But anybody who was watching Tennessee the other night got to see it in That's person. That's wild that you've never seen it in person and you played, you had an incredible MLB career. Let's talk and- about that real quick. Shall we talk about that? <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. No, <laughs> no it's because it, that's, well, now it happens more often that you see 100 miles an hour, but not yeah. 105. 105 yeah. is still, 105 is the old 100. Like when I first came up to the game, you'd see 100 about as often as, as this guy's throwing 105 now. So uh-huh. Uh, that's it's still mind blowing, but he's dominated all year. Pitching Ninja has him on there every single night. He's got 21 innings pitch and a 0.86 ERA, six walks, and 38 punch outs. Like when you see the at bats that he's, it's, and he's got the thing is, he's got a slider that you have to respect. So it's not just like he's going up there and guys are able to put his put their front foot down and try and time up 104 or hundred, yeah. sorry, hundred to 105. Cause it's not all 105. So there's that five mile an hour gap between when his fastballs completely locked in and not locked in. So, I mean, there's just yeah. so much to take in as a hitter. Uh, and then hey, made it's the fastest ever recorded pitch in college baseball, 105.5 part of a forwarding relief, relief effort where he gave up one hit and struck out six and it was a season long outing for him. So I mean, we all know what this kid's future is. He's either going to, if he can develop maybe an, an another pitch, or maybe this is the future. Maybe starters can now just come in and blow people away at 105 and we'll see what happens. Like, it's just crazy to me. What's the fastest pitch recorded in Major League Baseball? 106, I think, 105.6 by Chapman. Damn. I think it's 105.8 by Chapman, but there you go. Interesting. Okay, another story. We loved mm. this. Jason Kryzon. He was he's a left fielder. He was drafted by the Tigers in 2011. It's I'm so glad. 2022, just, folks. just let me say something real quick. I'm so Bad. glad you're reading this one because I, I've read it multiple times to myself and the confidence level went down every time. So yeah. get so, out girls. We had some questions about this prior that we'll probably ask for y'all's help on because we we I'm, I'm a little confused in a certain year of his career, but he was drafted in 2011 by the Tigers in the eighth round at a DBU, Dallas Baptist University. They always have a good baseball program. 2014, he hit 293 with 31 doubles and 56 RBI in double A. He was like invited to trending upwards right now. Like, yes, you're going to yeah, go to big leagues. So. He was invited to spring training as an infielder. The Tigers were hoping to create a utility man. He started 2015 and AAA was demoted back to double A. In May, he was bad in AAA. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're in 2016. He was promoted back to AAA after hitting 293 in AA and hit 332 games in AAA. So great. 2016 again. Okay, he's got it. He's back. Let's go. Bang. Okay, and then what happened? 2017, 393 in 14 AA games, 264 in 107 AAA games. Right. No comment. 
Uh, I mean, it's it's okay. I don't understand why he had to go back to double A, but maybe he started in double A and then he, I don't know. But okay. okay. It's it's an okay year though. Still okay. He's certainly not going to get released. Yeah. Signed with the Mets in 2018. He hit 250 in full season of triple A. Okay. This is where we get confused, folks. So buckle up. Stick with us. The A selected him in the Rule 5 draft after 2019. After 2019. Yeah, so he was with the Mets in 2018 and 2019. Then he was taken by the A's in the 2019 Rule 5 draft. There must have been no season in 2020 because the minor league season got destroyed. But if you're taken in the Rule 5 draft, I thought you had to be put on the 25-man roster. So are we... Are we saying that there were the COVID rules and he been was on that COVID taxi squad? Is my final answer. Or what do you go with, Maddie? I think if you're selected in the Rule Five draft as a minor leaguer, you have to be put on the forty man roster. Well, Not that might active. change everything. That and if that's the case, that everything. Have, we shouldn't have had that thirty minute conversation about this before we got on air today. Told Thank you, you Maddie. A lot of slacks. Thank you, Maddie. Maddie, I'm we about literally to, I'm about talked to, about this. Listen, I'm about so. to throw in the general of Slack to say, listen, leave Maddie Mass alone because we are recording right now. General, leave, please. Please leave. We talked I, about this for so, if that's if please, that is what leave. happened. Yeah, they just have to be added to the 40 man. So he was taken in the MILB Rule 5 draft. Yeah, because he was in the minor league. We wow. record everybody. We figured it out. <laughs> F to F, please. Okay. Anyway, he signed minor league contracts with the Giants in 2021 and 2022 after 11 years, four organizations, <laughs> 1,132 games in the minor leagues. He made his debut with the Giants on Friday. He got on base with a walk. Go, Peter. What is it with the Giants? Are they the new rays that they can just find things that other people can't see? Like they've got special glasses that show up talents that other teams just don't see. Yes. Why is it that that happens with the Giants that this happens? Coaching staff, according to Trevor Plouffe. And I absolutely agree with that because it's got to be something. You've got to be able to. It's not just about the information, right? That's what people said. People are like, oh, analytics are ruining the game. No, the analytics aren't ruining the game. What's ruining the game is that coaches can't understand the analytics and then translate it to the players to put them in a position to be successful. That's as simple as it gets. I think. Love that. Trevor Plouffe loves his coaching staff. Yeah, I think it's a a great point, honestly. Um, Good for them. Good for him. Picked up his first career hit on Sunday. Go Jason Kryzon. Sorry if I'm pronouncing your last name wrong. Pete. Yes. You want to check in on the... uh... Yeah, I do. Sing it, sister. All right. What do you got? Did you see this? Did you see this one, by the way? Did you see this, by the way? Yeah. Uh, Checking in on the AO Rook of the Year race. Two guys, Julio Rodriguez, hit a ball 450 feet. I know the Miami Stadium, Kelsey. You know the Miami Stadium. Uh, it landed on the little walking concourse in yeah. center field. Uh, so heads up in that bar, by the way, because that's, by the way, Soler has hit that. He so might have hit a couple to the moon the last over the weekend, but uh, first home run, three for four during the game as well. And they also, I think the Marlins, uh, the Mariners just optioned someone else down who was a big name. But Bobby Witt Jr. sat Sunday after a wrist contusion. Did you see that? Got hit in the wrist. Uh, he was originally in the lineup the next day, but was taken out of the lineup. So 
he was hit on the wrist again against the Yankees on Saturday. He's not out, though. He's playing today as we record. Okay. And he extended his 10-game hit streak as we record as well. So that's good. good. And that yeah. also shows me a little bit about patience because we, Trevor Pluth and I, were talking last week about Kalanick and how Kalanick. much patient you have. Kalanick. What did I say? Kalanick. Well. it's. I mean, that's how it should be said. That's like how you should pronounce it because there is an extra E in there. Yeah. And so I also, Kalanick is correct, but also incorrect. I also get a pass because of my accent. So yeah, people, yeah, people, sure. people just go, oh, that's just his accent. And yeah. I could have said, Kalanick. And they're like, oh, yeah, just how he says it. No, no. Okay, go on. Um, Jared. Yeah, and how much patience you have for a young player. And the issue being now that he's already been sent back down to AAA to figure it out. He came back, had a pretty good end of the year last year. Then he came Mm -hmm. back again and started to struggle again. Like, what's the balance? And and as a GM and as a manager and as a coaching staff, you look at it and you go, man, like, is it best to have him try and fight this at this level? Or do we try and get him to to more constant bats somewhere else? Like, yeah, that's that's the problem with having so many young guys and so many young stars is that the 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 consistency isn't there yet with a lot of them. What are you smiling at, Maddie? All the Slack messages. I'm locked, but I'm also mostly excited for the eight people that I picked for prospects of the week because it's a hell of a group. It is a hell of a group. Okay, okay. let's go. Top All prospects right. of the week brought to you by our king. Mm. Draft draft. Oof. Um, you can slide, mm. slide into stacks of cash this baseball season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just five doll hairs on any team to win and get 150 doll hairs in free bets, no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during MLB season? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple vets. Like which team will win? How many bases will be stolen? Total runs and more at your shot at even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Like Maddie Mass today. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. Bet just $5 hairs and get $150 in free bets no matter what happens on the field. That's promo code JOHNBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball, minimum age, and eligibility. Decisions apply. See shots for data. <laughs> See show notes for details. MLB trademarks use with permission. Mini Mike. Mini, <laughs> mini, mini, mini Mike. What's that song? <laughs> we need to license it. So I just changed the word. Mini Mike. Got a mini, mini, mini Mike. DraftKings, $5 hurt. Oh, man. Who's going who's gonna to get to read that. the first top prospect? Not me, Richie Palacio. Oh, dang it. Not bad. Makes his MLB debut on April You know, 25th, start over and be more excited when you say his name. I'm excited. I'm building it up. Okay. I can't okay, just okay, go okay. from bang to wolf, you know? Okay, okay, okay. Richie Palacios. Makes his MLB debut. MLB debut. Mm-hmm. April 25th. Goes two for three. Yes. Single. His first ever at bat. Originally ruled a double in his second AB, but changed to a single plus an error. Fine. Okay, huge pinch hit on Saturday's game versus in Saturday's game versus Oakland. Tie game, runners on the corners with two outs in the ninth. Richie pinch hits for Austin Hedges, hits a two RBI double off the center field wall, off over the head of Christian Pache. Guardians win three to one. 
Let's go. That's what a name's dude. in there. That is more than our dude because we were able to take a one of the showier photos that we oh, took he, while we were there. He hung with us. And Tristan, he and Tristan McKenzie, yeah. those were our guys. Yeah, well, I'm so... Because he was, I mean, probably a bit of a gut punch not to break with yeah. the team, I'm sure. Um, but... You know, he went down to AAA. He was still his exact same self, still posting exactly the same manner and stuff that he was going. Like, that's the thing I love about him is that, you know, a lot of guys will, their social media presence increases as their, as their stats go well and then as they're not, which like, that's why I sort of would stay during the season. I wouldn't tweet a lot mm-hmm. because I wouldn't open myself up for criticism if something was to happen. That's just yeah. the way I went about it. Um, guys now, they're they're like they are their own brand and and they they have to be the same person whether they're in triple a or the big leagues and he's done that and i think it's fantastic one of my favorite humans on the planet he is i just love richie man every time i see him on quick pitch that's fam you know what i think every time i see him on, on shows like that what i think about the time that my buddy got the uh, Nirvana album before anybody else. Where that guy, we had him way before anybody else. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we had the Nirvana album before anybody. Yeah. Um, makes sense up here. Makes sense up in Maryland too. Yes, it does. And that is where Ryan Ramsey plays baseball. He's a junior left-handed pitcher for the Maryland Terrapins. Terpins? Terpins. Sure. Fish. Um, Some kind of fish. Perfect game on Friday against Northwestern. Nine innings, no hits, no runs, no walks, 10 Ks, 118 pitches. Lowered his season ERA to 242. Improved his record improved to 8 and 0 and 11 starts. Jeez. What, Pete? I didn't say anything. Oh, I thought you had to say something. Do you want that me to? was the 34th. Hey, now. 34th perfect game in NCAA history. But only the 20th, 9th inning perfect game because there's been a lot of seven inning perfect games, I would imagine. Yeah. Good for Ryan Ramsey. It was all over Twitter. We love that. We love to see it. You know what I love? I don't, I don't love. I if you love this. No. <laughs> I do love seeing former Braves have success because it means that, you know, especially big prospects and okay. big prospects bring this is big, big returns. You. Big yes. prospects, big, go. big returns. There you go. And that's exactly what he did in the Olsen deal. Shay Langley was the ninth overall pick by the Braves in the 2019 draft and obviously traded to Oakland. He's uh, uh, hit... <laughs> He's hit walk-offs, two-run home run Friday night in AAA. Follows it up with a two-run home run, two home run game on Saturday. His last six games. Yeah, Oof. he's had Pete. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. You got this. Five home runs, nine RBIs, five walks. His season right now sits at three sixteen average, a four twenty-two mm. off-base percentage, with nine home runs, three doubles, and twenty-one stakes in twenty-one AAA games. So. Congratulations to you, Shay. And the who Oakland is catching in Oakland? Like, is he like going to be called up like yesterday? This is probably going to be a uh, make sure we get past the 
potential date where he could become a super two and then you get three and a bit years out of them, that's going to be him. I think. Would you rather, because I think of like Alex Jackson in this situation too, although Alex Jackson is now with the Brewers, so good for him, but like he got traded from the Braves to the Marlins where with the Braves, he was like up and down all the time. Marlins, he was playing every day. Would you rather mm. be with a team that's not contending and playing every day or be up and down with a team that's going to make a run for it? Let me play every day. Okay. So like Shay Langoliers likes his situation better now than he did with the Braves. hundred percent. Okay. I mean, it makes sense when you think of the money, but I just didn't know if it just sucks that bad to play for a team. That's like, you're losing all the time and your owner is needs to get off of Twitter. No, because it's, it's all, we're all playing the same game. So there's a saying that it's always like, it doesn't matter what happens with your team, especially whether you're playing on a team that's rebuilding or whether you are playing on a team that's trying to win you are still being seen by the same eyes so you are playing for this year but also next year and also the trade deadline and also there's there's still a lot for other guys to be playing for yeah but i just think he's he's gonna be once he gets caught up and and gets comfortable he's he's gonna be a weapon yeah that's for sure baylor i believe he was drafted out of baylor um okay let's go back, back down to atlanta baby where the play is play. Uh, I don't know the next line. Kevin Prada, sophomore catcher at Georgia Tech, who I believe Georgia Tech has kind of like really fallen off. Um, but overall in 45 games this year, he's hitting 381 with nine doubles, a triple, 23 home runs, 74 RBI, five stolen bases from a catcher. Yes, sir. One dot two. OPS and OP yo 22 walks to 21 strikeouts. Mm. Yeah. Um, he leads NCAA in home runs. He's second in RBI fifth in total hits with 74. Yes, sir. What can Maddie or can Pete, as I'm reading this, can y'all look up like how big this cat is? Yeah. Is he a big catcher? Um, in a four game stretch last week, he had 421 with five home runs, 11 RBI, and two doubles. Can I, before, Maddie, I'm not looking it up. I need you to look it up because I want to take a guess. I think we're looking at a JT Rio Mutu type build. What's JT? Like six, two, six, six one, six, one, foot? two. I'd give him two, 200, two, 210, 220 max. JT Rio Muto, six, one, two, 12. Kevin Prada, six, one, two, 10. <laughs> I swear I did not look that up. That's good. That's well, good. when you said five stolen bases, that's the first thing I thought about. You can't be as Salvador Perez. Yeah. You're bouncing around the place. Trying to steal. Uh, Salvi, love you, dude. You're a massive target. And I love throwing every minute. I love throwing to you. Okay. Mm. Just so you know that, but I'm not expecting you to steal any bases for me. Okay. I hope he, I hope he gets that message. Um, Mucho love puppy. Mucho. Kevin Prada, currently the number, what? Every time you say that, it just gets me right in the internal, in the internal drums of my earlobes. That wasn't bad because I had this out. It must be just the left speaker. Okay, currently number eight overall draft prospect in 2022. So this is a guy we'll be talking about a lot this year. Again, Kevin Prada. Part of the big three. You love this guy. I do. I've always loved this guy. And I don't... um, this is a great list, Maddie. Nat's number one prospect, right-handed pitcher, Cade Cavalli. 
Okay, we've talked about him a bunch on this podcast. Starts season in AAA with an ETA of 2022. So he's going to be here at some point. One of those manipulation things that we try to avoid, but I'm just going to talk about it. Mm. Entering Saturday, nine ERA in three starts, 15 hits, 12 runs in 12 innings pitched. Saturday's game, he pitches 5.1 hitless innings, 5.1, three walks, one punch out. So something's going on there, but he's he's making strides. Yeah. Something, wow. something. I did uh, not realize that he was off to a bad start this year. That's he had he nuts. had a bounce back start at least. He didn't. Yeah. Give up. Um, no hits. I mean, so nothing wrong with this, but no one punch out. Yeah, and th- I mean, three boxes, and you don't love it, but you don't. I'll, I'll take it. I'll accept it. And by the way, this next kid you're about to talk about, Michael Harris, oh the second. God. Oh my god. Do you say the second? I don't, but okay. everybody knows he doesn't. He's gonna be the second, but Michael Harris. Poof. Michael Harris, the second Braves number one prospect, twenty-one year old lefty outfielder playing in Double A with twenty twenty-three ETA. Any chance, Pete? Any chance? I'm gonna say that I think yes, there is a chance that we see this him. year. Yeah, September minimum okay. i would say is a is a good chance good chance wow okay yeah. um sunday he had his first career multi-homer game that extends his on base streak to 21 <laughs> games aka every game this season so far yeah. <laughs> <laughs> overall He's hitting 333 with six doubles two triples four home runs 19 rbi nine stolen bases and a 982 OPS, Pete. Mm. It's hard to ignore that, Kels. I'll be honest. You with love you. it. You I do freaking love it. love it. I absolutely love every every single second of, of this. And you know what? I love it even more. Mm. Me. Yeah. Mm. And okay. Me and um, Pete. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to list everything that I love, but there's a lot of Leilani for sure. Leilani, hundred percent, and all my kids and anyone that I've come, we come close to Maddie. You're in there, Jake, Jake, Trev, like everyone at John Boy. I'm not going to list everybody. Jerry, Jerry, Valley, everyone Mm. at Valley, like Braves, they were great to me. Mm. Uh, Dodgers were great. Kansas City. Oh, you love the (laughs) Royals. Oh man, Michael Harris is. Oh man, Michael Harris <laughs> is like. You know what I'm excited about because we've had, we've had a lot of prospects uh, in, the, in the Braves, but he he's you know he had great spring training last year, another really good spring training this year, so he's done it against big league pitching and he's doing it. He's continuing to do it against double A pitching, which you know there's not a lot of difference between double A and triple A now. There's really just not. So. Mm-hmm. He's he's really? just, I think you're the first person I've ever heard say that. Well, there's just it just there's just been such there's just two levels of the same. There's just a bunch of prospects in double A and it's well it used to be that there was older guys in triple A and then yeah. you'd have a bunch of uh like the Uber prospects would be in double A. Now there's not a lot of older guys still left playing in triple A. I guess there are when you look at a lot of rosters, but they're not they're guys that are sort of still in the mix. The names you see on AAA rosters right now, you could very well see them tomorrow on a big league roster and it would look out of place. Whereas years ago... There we go. There we we are. Years ago, there would be a guy in AAA who's 40 
that's got absolutely no chance of getting back to the big leagues, but he fills a spot. I don't think there's many of those guys left, if any. So that was my point. Great point by you. Well done, Michael Harris. Can't wait to see you in the big leagues whenever that happens to be. I think it's going to be this year. Um, Nick Sweeney, Giants, number 17 prospect, 2020 second rounder. Sunday started a combined no-hitter in high A. He went 5.1 innings, no hits, obviously. One walk, 7Ks, 76 pitches. Efficiency. Oh, you got a name here. Efficiency. Cole Waits, 0.2 innings. Nick Avila, one inning. Complete seven inning no-hitter. Sweeney walked the very first batter, retired 12 straight. I actually did that. 12 straight, reached one reached on an error in the fifth, and no one got on the rest of the way. So good job to you guys. Well done. I did power through that name. And I actually did the same thing. That's why I got signed by the Minnesota Twins, because I, I gave up a hit, actually, to the leadoff batter. And then went seven innings, no hits, no runs, 11 strikeouts, 84 pitches. And then... Uh, Simon Twins. Here I am. 310. Walker Powell. I love he the wanted name in on the fun. Yeah. I, you know what? I do too. Can I make another prediction? Can, yeah. Is Walker from Texas? Go, Maddie. So I'm going to take Maddie the back. odds on this and say no. Just because it, that would be a great... If you hit on that, almost as good as Trev predicting <clears throat> the World Series last year. Arkansas. Arkansas. Also understand that. Mm-hmm. Either way, great name. No hitter on Sunday. Not just him. He pitched five perfect innings on Sunday, though. He was a 2021 free agent signed by the Cubs. He's currently in low A. Like I said, five perfect innings on Sunday, 6K, 60 pitches, so he was efficient. I made a typo. It's not perfect. It's no hit because I didn't realize he gave up an error. Does he give up the error or did somebody no he made what the a error. question uh, himself uh, yeah oh man so he pitched five no hit innings on sunday boo adam lasky two innings behind him dang it i know jake rindle it sounds like mike rinder from the scientology documentary That's exactly That's what not- i was going for Two innings, finished the no-hitter. Yep, fielding error on Pal in the second inning. Lasky gave up one walk in the sixth. Come on, guys. Rendell hit by pitch in the ninth. But it was a no-hitter on Sunday, so congratulations to Walker, Adam, and Jake. First name basis with the pod. You guys, <laughs> guys ever want to come on? Just let us know. Hold on. Okay. Um, let me get people. back up y'all's roster because I am picking who I believe won now, the now. international draft. Okay. Let me just say that I loved this, by the way. And I really want to do this again with something else. Because I loved the challenge at the end. Kels, if you, I don't know how you or I and Maddie in a three way draft like this could have got through it with the amount of time. It, it would have been impossible. Pete, Pete and I took an hour 15. I, just I mean, us. It was the one pick. Y'all the last crushed picks. it though. Right. That's what I thought. It was like, it was tough because I was reading through Maddie's roster and like, that was the roster I looked at first. And I was like, oh, there's no way that Peter can top this because he has more of the younger recent, like a little bit more of like a recency bias to his like guys that 
that I see and I'm like, oh, I freaking love Jazz Chisholm. But that's also like a personal thing. Mm. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Mm. And then you go to Pete and Pete has the older guys. Like he has Ken Griffey Jr. He has our guy Drew Jones. He has Ichiro Suzuki. He has Rod Carew. He has Freddie Freeman, which was a great pick. You have Pudge Rodriguez. Got to represent the great beard. He also has Miggy. He has Johnny Bench. He has Jazz Chisholm Jr. He has... You can say it. I win. It's fine. I will say I think a lot of the comments were were pretty split. I agree. Yeah, so, and you know, like I really want to pick a winner, but like if I picked a winner, I wouldn't feel good about it. <laughs> well, it's gotta we gotta take it to a vote. We gotta take it to we have to ask everybody in the John Boy office. That's the only thing that's left to do, Maddie. I love that y'all needed one else, Cheyenne, for sure. Peter, you should have taken yourself. Honestly. Uh, that would have been or Maddie, you should have taken Peter. That would have been funnier. He went too. He went too. He went too early. He went I too did early too quick to Mo. Yeah. But you did pick up Dave Nelson, who's the best hitter Australia's ever ever produced. So well done for that. Yeah, y'all crushed that. Ooh, Peter. Yes. Peter has a book. Yeah, I do. Oh my goodness. Time for Aussie Lingo. We've we've made it, folks. Oh my goodness. That was that was a long episode, but that was good. Okay, so it. as you know, we've been doing Aussie Lingo. And I've been scrambling most days. Approximately three to four seconds before Maddie goes, hey, you want to do Aussie lingo? I go, fuck, Aussie lingo. So <laughs> instead of doing that, I've come up with a system. And the system is this book right here called Aussie Slang. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to flick through these pages. And Kelsey, tonight, oh, you're going to tell me when to stop. Okay. I'm going to read one of the words. On oh, the I'm so in on this. Okay, ready? ready? I'm going to start now. Stop. We got to D. Hmm. And in D, I'm going to go with DOSH. D-O-S-H. You know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to put a mark next to DOSH so that I know that we've done, done DOSH. <laughs> Carly, this just gets better. This is genius. This is genius. One little dot. Let's go. Rice. Rice. Eddie? I'm going to go with um, puppy. Soup. Ah. Soup. Oh, we have an answer change. (laughs) No, correct answer is money or cash. Can you lend you some dosh? That was a good one. Thank you. Do you say that a lot? Is that actually a Nazi lingo? Thing? I used to say dosh and I have said dosh in my life. So I can 100% say well done to this book so far. One for one, okay. batting a thousand. Maddie, you want to keep that? I stat? love that, Pete. Batting who, a thousand so far. Who encouraged you to get that book? This book has been in my house for years. This is before we even You had, were lying. I swear, I didn't buy did this. Did you just especially. randomly find it? Because I did the office. We cleaned out the office and I found this book. Oh, that's phenomenal. That is now, freaking phenomenal. I got to tell you something. We have a few Aussie lingos to get through. So we're not going anywhere, folks. Love that. Love that. What an app. Missed you guys last week. Thank you guys for taking that over. FOMO. I won. But we'll see. FOMO. John Boy Office will tell us. Hey, I love you guys. And same back at you. It's been a big week for you. We're back. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Maddie, nice job. Yeah, Maddie, you crushed this. Luke texts me. Luke texts me, by the way. <laughs> what did Luke say? He just said, I can't believe you called me out like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, 
he was so distracted, man. I'm so sorry. I needed my guy <laughs> back. I didn't realize it was you. I love you. <laughs> I love y'all. We love you guys. Thank you for watching and listening. Y'all are the best. Farm on. Farm often. We'll see ya next Wednesday. Yes, we will. Bye.